0: Breaking news alert. Breaking news alert. We are all victims of a diabolical plan to destroy humanity. Well, that was a pretty bold statement, and actually one that is not necessarily too far off from the truth. Welcome to Things I Preach to Myself About podcast. I'm your host, Ridge Vangen, and today we are going to discuss some positives and negatives. After all, we are all, in one form or fashion, participants of a plan that was set in motion a long time ago to bring the fall of mankind and to destroy humanity. Now, if you've been listening to or reading any of things I preach to myself about these last few years you'll know that this is obviously something to do with God and the Bible and some spiritual battles. And I would say that you're right for the most part. But like a snowball that's rolling downhill, the initial attacker who started this destruction plot long ago really doesn't have to do much anymore these days. Oh, sure, maybe a little housekeeping duties here and there to keep folks in line within the scope of the operation, but he doesn't actually have to push the snowball much. In fact, it is our own power and energy, or in layman's terms, our own simplicity and ignorance, that keeps the rolling motion going. As the snowball rolls down, it gathers more snow to it and becomes larger, and subsequently, its own weight keeps that downward motion happening. Thus, the destruction of humanity is almost running on autopilot these days. Do you remember the story of the boy who cried wolf? A boy is watching sheep and yells that there's a wolf attacking, though no wolf was involved. The villagers came running to render aid, but no wolf. Later the boy does it again and the villagers run to help. As before, no wolf. Now this happens several times with the same no wolf. Eventually, though, a real wolf approaches and the boy begins to call for help again. But the villagers are tired of the lies and the deceit and they don't come. The boy and the sheep are attacked and, well, the story ends. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Well, in the grand scheme of our destruction, we are easily fooled and swayed in much the same way. Growing up, our parents, religious leaders, and to an extension the education system are supposed to be the primary source of our learning, learning about life, morals, history, manners and mannerisms, culture and interactions with people. We learn by seeing, by hearing and by doing. We trust that the information we are being given is the truth and we readily accept it that way. But What happens when we get older and discover that what we were taught, what we were being told, wasn't exactly the truth? What is our reaction to finding out that the very ones we held in trust have either twisted or flat out lied to us? Now, normal reactions are anger, hurt, sadness, and even despair. But one of the biggest results is causing us to distrust. Like the villagers, we become filled with doubts and suspicions about almost everything we're told, and inevitably we lose our confidence and our faith in the source. Regaining trust is no small task. Once the trust has been broken, it takes a lot of time, effort, and energy in order to gain back even a small amount. This very thing happens to so many that either grew up in so-called churches, or became believers in the Bible through a ministry. A person becomes saved and begins attending a church group and starts what is called, usually, a discipleship program. This is essentially an education system to take people with little or no knowledge of the faith and fill them with, hopefully, biblical knowledge to strengthen their faith and walk as a believer. The Jewish people in the Tanakh, the Old Testament, would have weekly readings of the Torah, which is the first five books of the Bible, and they would go through the entire Torah once a year. By the time they were adults, they had memorized most of the writings and knew the words intimately. In more modern times, people would join Bible studies for deeper learning of the words that they heard weekly from the church pulpits. But as with many subjects, over time, disputes and differences of definition and understanding would arise, and people would simply break off and gather with other like-minded people and start their own groups. This would continue through the centuries, and it even occurs today. This is how we ended up with so many quote-unquote denominations of belief. Group A would believe a particular way about the Bible, and Group B would think them wrong and start their own group. Before you know it, People in A or B would grow disillusioned with the beliefs and start another group and so on and so on. Over time, folks within their respective group would either continue to embrace their understanding or they would discover flaws in the beliefs and leave. But what happens when a person realizes that the lies and deceit actually goes all the way back to the beginning, before there were groups or denominations that had started splintering off from one another. Well, that is when our trust becomes shattered and the damage is done. The enemy's plan of destruction now gains another victim. Once someone discovers that there is so much misinformation, so many lies believed, so much deception that has been accepted over the years, in most cases they just quit. They toss everything that they once held in high esteem out and then they close the door. This is how the villagers ended up turning their back on the boy and left him to his doom. Those who completely walk away from God and his word are now the shattered souls who have become the success story of the devil himself. These are the people who have grown cold, complacent, to any and all talk of religion and belief in a higher being. These are the folks who, like the villagers, will not respond anymore to the call of God because their heart and soul have been decimated. And folks, they are not alone. They were once inside that rolling snowball, which is now an avalanche, with all the others, but they left preferring to be out in the cold alone rather than continuing on with the growing lies and deceptions. But, not to be all negative, there is a remnant. Not all that have jumped out of the rolling, growing avalanche of destruction have given up seeking God above. On the contrary, there are a growing number who have walked away from the mainstream of deceptions and are starting over from the beginning. They're turning to the truth, but not man's version. Many are realizing that the devil has had a plan of destruction since the beginning, and he's using man's great weakness of being easily swayed by the masses as a catalyst to keep his plan rolling downhill, as it were. Adam and Eve walked with God in the garden, and yet they were deceived by the devil. So how much easier is it to sway people today who don't walk and seek him diligently? Instead of believing God's words, they simply believe what the supposedly learned men are telling them. Instead of walking in obedience and spirit, they simply walk the path that so many others are walking. Follow the crowd! It's so much easier to go with the crowd, isn't it? The snowball was simply the start. The devil speaking and challenging man to question, Did God say? And for most who don't know what he says, they are easily drawn into the ever growing avalanche of man's version of faith. Man's ego and pride keep that momentum rolling downward. So the question remains Where are you? right now. Are you part of that avalanche? I mean, did you jump on when it was a smaller snowball and because all your family and friends are rolling decide to stay? Do you answer the question did God say with answers from a pulpit or the word? The devil's plan to take out humanity is simple. Keep people believing lies and if someone should happen to look out away from the deception the devil will create diversions and distractions to keep them from the truth i mean look around we're bombarded daily with so many diversions and distractions from the world around all being brought right into your brain and your heart from our phones, our tablets, our computers, radio, television. And we see the elevated preachers and teachers that so many readily accept as telling the truth. And because of their position, they're never challenged. People strive to live simple, easy beliefs, so that they can focus more of their attention on everything else that's going on. Their priorities are to live their best life now, but yet they'll carry a pocket-sized version of God so that they feel comfortable within their faith. I mean, after all, everyone else is doing it. In Matthew chapter 7, Jesus says, enter through the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction, and there are many who enter through it. Then he says, for the gate is small, and the way is narrow, that leads to life, and there are few who find it. Well, it's obvious that the direction, which is downhill, that most are on is obviously not the right one. If the right gate is small, it tells me that it's not an easy gate to find in the first place, and that we really have to be diligent to seek it out ourselves, because... Most, again, obviously, including the learned leaders, haven't seemed to found it themselves. And if they don't know, you probably don't want to be in that group. And regarding the path, being narrow means that there isn't much room for deviations on this journey. In that case, most, again, with most, that tell you that there are lots of ways obviously don't really know the true way. Again, you probably don't want to be in that group. We might think that what we're being told is truth because so many people are buying into it, but just looking at that verse from the Messiah who came here to point people to the right way is showing me that the vast majority out there are really going the wrong way. So all that being said, here we are in the beginning of another calendar year, 2024. Perhaps it's time to say goodbye to the old and start anew. Start from the beginning. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war or live our lives according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powered for the destruction of fortresses strongholds we're destroying speculations we're casting down imaginations every lofty thing that rises up against the knowledge of god and then we're taking every thought captive to obedience to messiah we're to put aside man the flesh the history the lies the deceptions and all that is currently rolling downhill according to the devil's plan to destroy humanity. And what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to cling to the truth and hope above, from God above, that he has given us from the very beginning. We are to put aside every weight and hindrance, which includes man's plans, man's religions, and conform our life to God's plans alone. We're not to follow the world, which is currently going downhill in an avalanche to destruction, but follow God alone. It's okay to trust and believe again. Just this time, believe in him and his word. Amen. This has been Things I Preach to Myself About podcast. Again, I'm your host, Rich Fang and I pray that you have a blessed and shalom new year, 2024. However you look at the year, whatever's going on, but put it all aside, cast away all those things, and start fresh. Start in the Word of God from the beginning Genesis through the end Revelation, and this time, trust in Him alone. Amen.